Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and this is my guest, Lori Green. She's a salon owner from Washington State. Lori, will you introduce yourself, please? Absolutely. Thank you, Robert, for having me. Uh, my name is Lori Green, and I am the owner of Elmery Hair Studios here in Washington State. Uh, we've got four locations. We're going to be 15 years old here this August, so um, about 100 or so employees. Uh, we're commission-based uh, salon company here in Washington State. All right, awesome. If you didn't join us last time, if you didn't watch the last interview uh, that we had with Loria, we, we talked about her salon, uh, all four locations, how the culture is similar and what ties them together is their, their mantra and their four pillars. If you're interested in hearing more about that, either check out their website or um, go to and watch the first interview. Uh, what is your website, Lori? It is www.elmariehairstudio.com. So that's E-L-L-E, mariehairstudio.com. Awesome. So elmariestudio.com, and uh, you can read all about it. Uh, so today we're going to continue that conversation, and we're going to say like, okay, I, I heard all about the salon, and now I'm interested in how do I get a job there, and what to expect, and what do you expect, etc. Um, so why don't we start off by saying like, um, what is the hiring process like? Do people just show up? Do they send a resume? Uh, how is people? How are people typically getting in touch with you? Yeah, that um, that's a big question. Actually, uh, we have people reach out to us in a million different avenues. Um, we are on Instagram, um, Elmery Hair Studio on Instagram. Um, and so I do get a lot of DMs on there, which is kind of exciting. Uh, we also have a careers page on Instagram. And so um, anyone, it's usually students, but anyone who is interested in what life is like at Elmery Hair Studio as a hairstylist, um, it's Elmery Hair Studio Careers on Instagram. Um, and then our website, elmeryhairstudio.com. Uh, we have our careers tab. They can find out all the information that they need on there, including our career path guide, our earning potential worksheet, the application, um, and then they can uh, send their resume and cover letter to, uh, there's a link that takes you there, but it'd be myself and then my director of HR. And then we also have an application through our, through our Facebook. Um, but ultimately, we uh, have a lot of referrals from our stylists that work for us right now. And okay. so um, that's a, a lot of the people that come are referred from our team, which is great because they know what our culture is and they know what uh, we look for in, an, for an, in, in a stylist. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, what do you look for in somebody? Uh, you mentioned a little bit of them in the previous interview, but if you wouldn't mind uh, expanding on it a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we are looking for people who are driven, people who are passionate, um, people who want to continue to learn, um, people who are open. Uh, you know, some of the words we'd love to use to describe our team are nice, gracious, courteous, and kind. Um, those are the type of people we look for. People who um, high energy is great, bubbly is great, people who like to smile, <laughs> you know, that's great. Um, but, but really, really, we look at each other as a family. And so we want to definitely treat each other like family. And um, at the end of the day, when you join our family, uh, it's, there's a sense of responsibility there. And so I want, we want to know that uh, people can take responsibility for their actions. And then also when, when we have people come into our home, um, treat them like a guest. And so all of our guests know they come in and they can see stylists that they're not seeing that day, but they know that they're going to be taken care of. 
um, by everyone that comes comes in their path. So nice, gracious, courteous, kind. Um, yeah, I mean, that's cool. really, yeah. The, the technical side is good. If you can do great hair, that's a win. Uh, okay. But if you, if you can't yet, we're here to train you. We hire, we hire the people and train the skill. Okay, cool. Um, what do you, uh, as say that you're coming in from, let's start, let's say I'm coming in, I'm in school or I'm, I just graduated. Uh, what should I expect? Um, am I going to be able to go straight onto the floor? Um, is there any, what are your expectations for me? Like I'm, I'm coming in and I'm going to tell you what most uh, rising stylists in school tell me. And that's, they've done school, they got their license and now they want to do hair, but right. they want to they do training, but they really don't want to do much assisting. Um, what are, what is your, the pathway that you, uh, you prescribe? Yeah. Um, so you know, the, the, there's a couple different things here, a couple different ways I can answer your question. There's, there's our interview process and then there's our career path. And so, um, in speaking about interviews, um, I love the candid email or the candid DM that says, Hey, you know, my name's Susie. I'm in beauty school here. I just wonder about your salon. And, um, and I like it candid because I know that this can be very intimidating for a lot of people. And so um, when they come into this industry, I want to be so warm and so welcoming and, and, um, and I want them to just contact me with all the questions they have. And so we, so that's usually how it goes actually. And so um, they'll contact us one way or another. Um, I'll call them up either myself or, or my, um, one of my gal who does recruiting with me, we'll call them up and just answer all their questions and see, you know, see if they're a good fit. Nine times out of 10, they are. If they've called us, they know about us. And so nine times out of 10, they're a great person and they would be a good fit. So now the next step would be to determine what, um, what opportunity is best for them, whether it be doing the internship program, which is our associate advanced training. We talk more about that later or going into a stylist position or if they're in beauty school and they just want to get their beauty school hours in our salon setting, um, we have that conversation as well. So once we kind of narrow it down to that, then we go into the process of the first interview after that initial phone call to that first interview. And it would be with um, myself and then one other gal. Um, and we uh, go over everything. So we answer all the questions and we ask all the questions and we show them all the things and all that. And so then in that time, we determine which location makes the most sense for them. And so then we set them up with the next step in the interview process, assuming they get through that. And we set them up with that management team where they'll go in and, and probably be asked a lot of the same questions and tell a lot of the same stories, <laughs> um, but from a different different team. And on that day, they also uh, will typically do their, um, their model. And their model, we depending on the situation, it's usually a couple of models. We want to see them do some hair. And then also um, it gives them the chance to really engage with the team, but it also gives the team a chance to engage with the stylist. And at the end of the day, we it's not up to us on who comes and joins our team. It's up to our team. And so it's a culture that we need to protect. And uh, every single person who works for us takes serious ownership in that. So um, so that's kind of the interview process, and then and then uh, and then the onboarding process is based upon whether they're doing uh, the associate program or going straight on as a, as a stylist. So it it sounded to me like it it uh, okay. Assuming that everybody loves me and wants to work with they me, they all love you. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, if so, let's assume that uh, it sounds like 
maybe my um my model or my uh like you know you said you do like uh, have to do a model do some hair in front of you guys mm -hmm. yeah. uh so it sounds like does that have a big bearing on what level i enter in at uh no actually it i mean so let's say you are a student let's say or let's say you've got anywhere from you just graduated school to like two years being a hairstylist or maybe even five years being a hairstylist but you know that whatever it is you need is you need to come in and get some advanced training so let's say we're talking about the associate program which is our advanced training program it's a six to nine month training period and what we do is if we when we see you do some hair you're typically working with the educator who is going to be partnered with you um so they all they're trying to do is get a starting point of where you are on what they need to teach you. So that's in this, that's just the very quick version of, of if you're coming into our advanced training program. If you're coming in as a hairstylist, we typically, everybody who comes in as a hairstylist, like 90% start at a level one, um, which is that very, very starting price point. The reason for that is not, and these could be people who have been doing hair 10, 15 years, and they're amazing and they're great, but if they don't have the business behind them, to sustain that level, then they're going to have to start at, at a level one. Um, so we just want to see that you know how to do good hair at that point. Like just show us you know how to do good hair. And um, and so technically that's what we're looking at. If you're somebody, which this has happened a lot lately, we have a lot of people that are coming to us that are seasoned stylists. They have a client base. Let's say they, they work by themselves. Um, or you know maybe they're in, in a setting that they just want to change, but they have a client base and they they know how to do great hair. They don't need that additional training. They'll come in and uh, we have uh, we we have a system that we can place them at the level that they're currently producing. So let's say you're a senior level, like a level three or four or whatever. So we can put you there, and um, we and so in doing hair, we already know you're talented. We already know that you know what you're doing. That at that point, it's more like just come hang out with us, just get engrossed in the culture, see if you like it, you know, let's show you where the color is. It's, it's almost like a, it's almost like a training day in a sense. I mean, you haven't been hired yet, but it's it's like coming in just see if you like us and vice versa. Gotcha. <laughs> Does cool. that make sense? Yeah, I love I like that a lot. Um, it sounds like uh, you got a lot of like flexibility, but uh, ultimately you have some core values that you try to stick to. That's yeah, I think, you know, I think it's important to remember um, for us, I, you know, I go back to the why, why, why did I open the salon and, and what do people in our industry need now? And I've, I've been in this industry now for 20 years. And when I think of, you know, everything that we've gone through in our industry, not just El Marie, but, but our, as a whole through, through this pandemic and everyone had a chance to kind of take a step back and reflect on where they are in life and what do they want? And, you know, what is it, you know, is, is now the time to make that change? And with that, um, we had quite a few of our, this is a little bit off topic, but we had quite a few of our stylists that had been with us for years and years and years and years um, decide that they wanted to go out on their own and, you know, and, and do their thing. And, and it's, it was, a, while it was very, very scary at first, I mean, very scary, you know, for the salon owner, naturally, um, um, it was also very emotional because these are my family, but um it almost created an opportunity for us to create space for these up and coming stylists, um, these rising stylists in beauty school, who, by the way, are just now graduating with, this is the first round of pandemic 
you know, students graduating. And so naturally their skill, we need to, we need to go a little bit more above and beyond because they went to school online. So, which is a challenge in itself, especially for, you know, a craft like ours. So bringing them in and being able to create that space for them when I wouldn't have been able to, because I didn't have the space for them, um, but to be able to continue to evolve this company and evolve hairdressers and grow and develop these hairdressers so that they can get to that point that these, you know, this 30 people that um, left El Marie to go work on their own. I, I only hope and I pray that they're doing great and they're making a good living and that, you know, I got to be a part of that journey for them and teach them what it was that they need to do in order to, to make a lucrative living. And I love that I got to be a part of that. And I love that I'm looking at this new generation of hairstylists and know that that could happen too. And I hope that happens for them. You know, being a part of that with them is amazing. And so I don't know. I feel like I went off topic on that, but, um, well, you know, it's, uh, I think it's, um, a good point to bring up that, uh, a lot of salon owners have said that they've had some people leave to go out on their own. And, um, and I do like how you think of it as a good opportunity to help move some people, move, move some people up and make some, make some room for some people. And, yeah. uh, well, and that you have people in the, in the pipeline, you know, getting yeah. And, 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 and no, um, there in no way shape or form do I want to come across like you know I'm gonna grow and develop people so they can just leave <laughs> you know it's not about that it's it's more about just this whole past year was a was a big reality check that you know we get on this um you know this trajectory of of what it's supposed to be like and we go in we go and we go and then you know I think our stylists, our employees get on that same trajectory with us and they don't get to have a moment to take a step back and reflect on what it is they want. I just had this whole idea that, you know, 15 years ago when I opened the salon, I was going to hire all these people, you know, and create this culture and grow old with everybody. And I didn't, you know, I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking on that. Like, of course, people want to spread their wings and fly. And I want them to be able to do that in my company, but also do it out without feeling that shame that happens a lot in our industry. Um, there's no right or wrong answer on where you decide to take your career. And so I, what I know to be true what I know for sure without a doubt is without salon companies like mine and many, many others out there throughout the nation, without salon companies that grow and develop people in this industry, this industry is going to fall. Because if we expect these students to come out of beauty school and go straight to a suite or go straight to open their own salon right away without any experience, it's going to eat, A, either scare the hell out of them and they're just not going to do it, or B, they're going to fall. And so um, I want to be a part of that path for them. I want to, I want to help grow and develop people so that they can do that. And then when they do that, if they're like, yeah, I kind of like working, you know, with the team, I kind of want to do that. The door's open. Like, I want to be that, you know, I want that screen door going back and forth, like, come on back in, you're welcome back and like, whatever. So when we do just kind of take this conversation full circle, when stylists are seasoned and they've been doing hair for a long time, um, we do get those phone calls and we get them a lot. And um, it's actually a lot of fun because they're like, whoa, what? I didn't even realize this was a thing. Like how, you know, how, like I'm making more money giving, you know, giving half of it or whatever, you know, whatever commission stylists say, um, I'm making more money just being able to come in and do great hair and go home, you know? And that feels really good to be able to provide that opportunity for them too, so. Nice, awesome. <laughs> well, um, I think that that kind of uh, sets us up for our next conversation, uh, talk about career planning and development, since that was uh, a big part of your your explanation there. Um, before we do that, I would like to know if you had any uh, 
advice for any stylist, whether they're rising or seasoned, if they are looking to uh, get a job with you or starting off on their interviewing pro process? Um, you know, do you have any advice that you'd like to share? Yeah, um, I think it is extremely important to know what it is you want. Um, now, I know that that's a hard ask sometimes, especially, you know, when you're a 20 year old right out of beauty school or whatever. Um, shoot, I'm 44 and I still don't know what I want. But um, but when it comes to looking for a, uh, you know, being in this industry, you have to understand what kind of hairstylist you are. Um, there's three different types. You're either a job hairstylist, you could be a career hairstylist, or you're a hobby hairstylist. And while those three things might evolve and change throughout your, your time in this industry, you need to understand where you are right now. And the reason for that is because if you are, say, a job hairstylist and you end up in a career-minded salon company, it might not work and vice versa. And so um, just take good inventory, you know, and ask a lot of questions. Go into these interviews with other salons and, um, you know, I always tell, I always tell our, our, our people that we're interviewing, I'm like, you need to interview me, come with questions, ask all the questions. And I want to know that they went and they looked into everything. I, they looked into salon companies totally opposite of mine, because I want them to know what they're saying yes to. That's so, good. yeah, I like that. So set some goals and uh, set some goals. You know, be prepared with some questions and uh, interview, inter get around, interview around and kind of yeah. see what you're up to. Nice. I like that. For sure. And then um, as far as like how to pick good talent, do you have any advice for any uh, salon owners or aspiring salon owners that are having trouble uh, finding, finding uh, support staff or in the form of apprentices, assistants, or even, even other stylists? Yeah. Um, so in finding good talent, um, I'm, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but we typically, for, for our new stylists, our rising stylists, we hire the person and we teach the skill. Um, when it comes to uh, other like like seasoned hairstylists, we hire the person still, and then we look at the skill. So the person is the most important aspect for us, not 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 the skill. Um, yeah. uh, but obviously they have to do good. But we can teach all that. Uh, the other thing is is when it comes to support staff. Um, so support staff to me are the people who are answering our calls and working behind the scenes to make everything run smooth in the studios. Um, we call those our guest service experts. Um, it is, that's probably the most difficult job in a salon. I have to say that. Um, and they are the least paid, the most undervalued. Um, I think that they, a lot of, a lot of these um, people who work this, these positions are younger, um, maybe right out of high school. And I think that we have to give them the most grace that we give anybody um, because it's very, very hard to, to, to it's, that's just a hard job. And so as hairstylists, we have to remember that we could not do our job without them. Um, but, but then when it comes to the other things, so as I was growing my company, uh, we've always hired from within for other, for other jobs. So like, for example, when we decided say we needed marketing um, or someone to help oversee recruiting or education, you know, when we brought on our associate program, we always hired from within. And so we created these opportunities for hairstylists that wanted more, um, more beyond behind the chair. And so that's, that's, uh, that's been really fun. That's been a lot of fun to watch people grow and develop into places that they didn't even know that they were, that they had the ability to do in our industry. Cool. So working together as a team, creating that, 
that culture that you can um, decide together what it is you need together and collectively as a whole and grow and develop from from within. Cool. Awesome. I love yeah. that. All right. Well, um, next time we'll talk about uh, career planning development uh, at Elmery Hair Studio. And uh, there's a lot of really cool information. So make sure you tune in for that next time. Um, but until then, thank you so much uh, for taking the time. And um, I look forward to seeing you again. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.